0: One podcast to roll them all, one podcast to find them, one podcast to bring them all, and in the darkness bind them. Yes, we are talking about the Lord of the Rings movies on Zing This, and we are of course starring with Fellowship of the Ring, but I bet you're wondering, who is talking during this? Well, you've got me, is it secret, is it safe, Zinger?
1: And me, your
2: precious.
0: Ellie.
1: Ellie. Ellie. Oh, I forgot what
2: my name was. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I don't know if I should move on, and I already ruined my go, go ahead, Eric. Or, or. And my ex,
0: <laughs> 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 And as always, we have a special guest joining us for these movie topics, and I could think of no other one than than one of the greatest fans of fandom himself, sir. Introduce yourself.
3: I'm David Harryfoot.
0: Ah yes, David. H-
3: feet. <laughs>
0: yes. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk about this. This is something that, like, we we I know the the movie stuff is kind of gone by the wayside, but we're bringing it back in a big way. We're going to be talking about Lord of the Rings. So we're going to do the Fellowship. We're going to do Two Towers, and we're going to do Return of the King. And then you know, probably somewhere down the road, we'll do the we'll do the Hobbit trilogy. But we're we're separating them because I feel like that's the best way to do these movies. Cause that's how they were filmed. They were filmed separately the trilogies were but anyways so i guess first things first we're going to talk about and normally we do our top three moments but we will get to that momentarily i want to know first who has actually who read the books and did you read them before or after the movie i will start with our guest
3: harry that's feet me. that's me um i read the books when i was about 11 or 12 at the time and i actually had nightmares during the reading of the books Mm -hmm. from the Ring Wraiths. i also thought mary and pippin because apparently i wasn't a good reader at the time but i thought mary and pippin were both female hobbits and uh, (laughs) i I was uh, a little bit surprised when when they cast the movie because i only read them the one time before the movie came out
0: all right uh berg what will do you next
3: i
2: I, have, I had not, and I still have not read the books. I really want to. Uh, and it's really weird because my mom is a big Tolkien fan, and she loved the books. And um, I remember as a kid, she read my sister and I, The Hobbit. But I vaguely remember that because I was super young, but I never got around to reading it myself. It's still on my to-do list one of these days. But I, as of, as of this recording... You may be listening to this years in the future, uh, (laughs) fine listener, and maybe at this point, well, things have changed. But as we're recording this, no, I have not read the books.
0: All right, Ellie, we'll go to you next.
1: I have read the first two.
0: So, no, Return of the King. Uh
1: uh But it was like (laughs) a long, long time ago, so I would not know or remember like what the differences are and all that stuff.
0: but that's but we are not playing that game day because you told me
1: I did you, you can't
0: play that game. I know.
1: I'm just I'm just pointing that out to you in case we go there. I won't. I won't we, be. We in will that have g- a
0: small segment. <laughs> a small segment of yes. stuff for that. And as we have established, maybe only two of the people. Well, two of the people here might have some memory of it. Yeah. Uh, I um I have done them on audiobook and I have listened to them twice in the past year. All three of them. Well, all three of the trilogy and The Hobbit. I cannot get through the Cimmerillion to save my life because <laughs> I, I, it is it is great. It is awesome. It is fantastic to hear somebody talk about stuff that I am sitting there going, I am lost. I have no clue what you're talking about, but <laughs> every now and then there's a name where I'm like, I know what you're... I, that name sounds familiar. And moving on. Um, But no, I, I, I love these books and everything. It, I'm, I'm not like gonna die hard as ellie will throw something at me or strike me hard if I've i go in plenty
1: near me i know you
0: you have a small arsenal of objects <laughs> that you can throw at me yeah so i am not doing a what's the difference because one there's a youtube channel that's going to do a way better job and two we're discussing the movies and then i'm going to have a tiny little bit where we discuss the books in here so with that being said i guess let's go to our top three moments from the movie from from of course fellowship of the ring so I will go with uh, Ginsburg. you 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 can start us off with this we', we, we we'll, we'll go in the same order each time.
3: All right, my my favorite I, I know it's top three, but my favorite number one is there is a particular scene when they are coming the fellowship has been established. They're walking up a a hill or they're cresting a hill, and it takes a it's a shot of all of them coming into view. Each one gets like a two or three second moment and it's got the swelling of music that's going on behind them. And it's just it's such a great piece of cinematography from from just that standpoint. It's its my favorite scene and probably the entire series. Uh, the other two, I would say uh, the opening with uh, mm-hmm. not the not the prologue opening, but the opening with. Frodo and Gandalf just writing in a cart, just establishing the characters and establishing the shire. Because uh, I love my hobbits. Mm-hmm. And then my third is, uh, I, I would say the the Bridge of Khazad Dûm. All right.
0: Um. Actually, you just reminded me of something, and we should, have, you know, what the we're, we're getting back to this movie thing. So the whole formula of how we're doing this, we're we'll get the hang of it by the end of it. By, by Return of the <laughs> King, we'll be locked down. But I think we should point out what version of it we watched. Hmm, yeah. Now, 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 us in the Zingness household, yep. watch the extended cuts of them—the three hours and forty-eight minute cut of the movie. See,
1: it doesn't bother <laughs> me though. I, I it doesn't to, me either, but it's I just hope, saying yeah, it. Like, saying
0: that long is just like a wow. Yeah. So, um, Eric, you, I, I you know what, Ginsburg, I'll, I'll save you for last for this one. So, Eric, which one did you? Watch and, and enjoy.
2: I I watched the extended editions for to, to refresh myself. Um, and I have it on D V D from like the original extended releases. And I don't know how it's done on Blu-ray, but it was nice because it's on two discs. So I had like a nice cutoff point where I was like, mm-hmm. Okay, I don't have to sit here and watch the almost four hours all at once. Like I watched the first half and then that was like a week ago, and then I watched the second half yesterday. So um, it was nice being able to kind of split it up a little bit.
0: Um, for the, for the note, for the listener, the Blu-rays are two disc as yep. well. Basically we the go. blu the Blu-ray, you, you know, the, um, the special editions came in that like booklet thing. It came in like four discs total.
3: Yeah. The,
0: the Blu-rays are the same thing. It's basically the okay. same content, yep. same disc, but it's Blu-ray. Gotcha. Uh, Ginsburg, sir, which one did you watch?
3: Uh, we only watch the extended edition in this household. I do have <laughs> good answer. The, I, I I have the original extended edition DVDs in those big, beautiful box mm-hmm. sets that they released way back in the day, and those those are just display copies now. <laughs>
0: ah, yes, because you have so so. I take it you have the Blu-ray ones to watch as the yes. Ah, very good, very good. All right, so we we have established that everyone watched the extended edition. So. On that note, Eric, we'll go to you for your top three moments.
2: Okay. So uh, I actually have a similar uh, moment to uh, Mr. Ginsberg here, and that is um, when when Frodo and Gandalf are riding through the, the Shire. But there's a specific moment in there, and I love this because to, to the untrained uh, Lord of the Rings readers such as myself, uh, so they're riding through and these these hobbit children come running out and they're super excited to see Gandalf. And he's coming throwing on his cart, and he, he pretends to ignore them. And the kids, you can see they're disappointed, like, oh, here's this not-hobbit who's here, this wizard, this, this magical person. And then just as you think he's been right off, he sets all these fireworks off and it delights them. And I, I love that scene because it really shows who Gandalf is. He is a very stern and mysterious person, but on the inside, he's a very caring person. Um, I love that. I think that is like a perfect example of his character in, in the entire, you know, in the entire uh, saga. Mm-hmm. Love that. Uh, my my second uh, place I'm going to go to is I love. Um, yeah, I I love I love the bridge. I love fly you fools. I love. I just it's so intense. I forgot how intense that was. I mean, it's basically a meme now at this point. The fly you fools. Uh, but just, it is, it was so intense. I forgot just them trying to escape and get out of there. And, um, I was on, I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times and I was on the edge of my seat the entire time watching it. Uh, even though I knew they got out, even though I know what happens, uh, to Gandalf, uh, but still it was, it was, it was great. Still well done. The Balrog is awesome. Um, and then my, my, my third and I, I forgot it. I completely forgot about this part too. And, uh, it's when Frodo's in the boat. And he's going off by himself, and Sam comes chasing after him. And Frodo's like, "I'm going alone," and Sam's like, "I know you are, and I'm going with you." <laughs> I, uh, that always puts a smile on my face and a tear in my eye. It's a fantastic scene, and I think that's great at estab- uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, I think that's truly great at establishing the um, the relationship the two of them have and continue to have throughout the rest of the movies and the saga.
0: Awesome, good, good choice. We we have some crossover. Right, so let, let's see if that crossover continues when we go to Ellie.
1: Yep, there will be. I'll go ahead and say that one first. Um, that whole scene with Gandalf and "You Shall Not Pass." I just, it's amazing. <laughs> um, I remember the first time watching that and just had chills. It's such a cool scene, um, and you know, it's it's the first time you. I mean, you get a hint of it when he starts raising his voice in the beginning when he's trying to, you know, show a little bit of dominance there.
0: I'm not trying to rob you. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
1: you know, I, you know, you say a little bit of it, but that was the first time you were like, holy crap, this this dude is crazy and he's, he's amazing. So that's definitely one of my, always going to be my favorite. Um, another one is a new one. Um, I'm a sucker for elves. I always play usually a dark elf if I have an option to. Mm -hmm. And um, I love the scene where she's taking them across the river and then she has like the water horses like (laughs) come over. And and it's just, it's always neat. I I don't know why it's weird, but it's always neat to hear. I love hearing like the language Mm -hmm. when they're chanting and, and I just, I just think that's, really cool so that's definitely i would say one of my second favorite moments and i have so many because this this movie is just awesome um it's hard for me to pick a third one because i have so many that i are like tight and close in the in the race um but i think just just the meeting of aragorn i really strider i really like him as a character and so yes. you'll probably know who my
3: uh, one of my
1: favorite yes. characters is but just seeing him in the corner and then in the in the, the little you know little bar and you just i don't know you, you're just like this guy's going to be really interesting and I'm, I'm excited to see more about him um and and it's just kind of opening up where they they're also the hobbits aren't are realizing that, you know this isn't going to be Very easy. It seems to be, oh crap, you know, where's Gandalf? What's going on? Um, So just kind of just that as well.
0: All right. All right, so now we go to me, and I'm going to do my normal zing this zinger moment where I cheat up my own rules I have made up, and I will give an (laughs) honorable mention for all the movies right now for me. So there's two honorable mentions, one of them being the score and the uh, music to this movie these movies are amazing and i know that if it was not mentioned there is somebody who is currently our guest on this show that would have mentioned it so i want to make sure that it is put as a pin in for all three of the movies that the music's score everything with with the music is amazing in these movies so there you go david i have made sure to point out and it will be pointed out in the next two of these as well also, another pin I'd like to put in for favorite moments going forward, and I'm sure we'll discuss this too, the cinematography, the way this movie is shot is amazing, the the, the way they use the stuff, and I'm, and I'm sure we'll get into it, I just want to put a pin in that as well. But as for my favorite scenes, yes, You Shall Not Pass is one of my favorite scenes, and Ellie took the words out of my mouth uh, Gandalf is someone that we see at, awesome. He And it's really the first time we see him As this amazing mm-hmm. wizard and everything yeah. I mean, We saw him do some little stuff here and there But it's like we see that what How formidable he is In that moment and everything I'm sure we'll talk about what does the fly you fools mean if Because I know that there's people on the internet That have said stuff and we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit But that that is one of my Favorite scenes as well uh, My other, actually I kind of have a crossover But not really I like the opening but the part before Gandalf and Frodo are riding on the cart. I like the setup of showing like the war oh, for the ring and setting okay. all mm-hmm. like yeah. that whole setup. It's really cool yeah. because you get this whole setup of this war and all this crazy stuff and then it cuts to the Shire where it's peaceful and yeah. happy and everything. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. and it's it, it it kind of is here's what the world was like and could be like again here's what they're fighting it it was a nice
1: Mm
0: -hmm. way to shoot it and way to show it and everything but my final one is one that no one else has mentioned and I feel I'm the only one that will mention this ever as a top moment it is the old man fight between (laughs) (laughs) the
2: old man fight is awesome
0: the old man fight from the first time I ever saw this movie is just something that it, it wasn't like spells being thrown around and stuff it was just like it it was an old man fight and it was so cool because it's like they're like they're they're both wizards so there's stuff going on that's beyond any of our like (laughs) realm of knowledge but it's just these two old men just yelling and throwing each other across the room and it's it is one of my favorite moments because it was just it's it's well shot and it's just really cool because it's like what is going on? Like, all of a sudden, his head's, like, split open. There's blood everywhere. And it's like, what, what is going on? And it's really cool to see a wizard fight. And it's just two old men fighting each other who are wizards. So that's my <laughs> top three moments and two honorable mentions that will proceed through the following movie. So with that being said, we'll move on to our next thing real quick. When did everyone see this movie? Did everyone see it in the theaters? Did you see it at home? When did everyone see it? And we will, of course, start with... David, you are up.
3: Uh, I remember seeing it in uh, in college. I remember when the trailer came out for it, and we all crowded around <laughs> our very basic, terrible internet to uh, <laughs> to watch the trailer. After uh, two hours of loading, and then and then <laughs> we no. all went as a as a group for the first showing at our movie theater. I can't recall if it was a midnight showing or if it was just the first showing at noon. But we brought our lawn chairs and lined up and. We we were there for for every opening <laughs> did did did,
0: nice. did did you wear uh elf ears
3: uh, i did i did not wear any elf ears or any any accoutrements of that Aww. nature oh
0: okay well i wanted to ask i i figured you might so wanted to throw that out there all right um berg what what is your I, story behind I, this I movie went, i
2: went in full Gandalf gear and <laughs> no i didn't uh no i i saw it at the movie so the the um, Fellowship of the Ring came out my senior year of high school, and um, I I just I just remember that because not to get super serious, but I just remember this was just a couple months after nine eleven. Yes, and everyone was in a very serious mood, and I felt like this was just kind of a, a good movie to, to. It was it was a movie that everyone kind of needed at the time. I think just a pure escape and i just remember going to the theater so i saw it twice at the theater i saw it with a with a group of friends um and then my family and i it was like oh because they always came out right before christmas and i just remember going about a week later with my family uh we always had a tradition where we would go see it and then we'd go to ihop afterwards so, um <laughs> that was that was a, that was our, our thing we would do always like a week week or two before christmas so yeah so i saw it twice at the movies and same with the other ones
0: all right ellie what about you
1: I did see it at the theater as well. All right. And I did have elf ears on.
0: I'm. I am proud. Of, I've never heard this story, so I am proud <laughs> of you right now for this.
1: Yes. Um. I. Uh. I think that's about when I was about a year or two before that when I was really letting people know that I was a nerd because I. I'm proud I, of you. I hit it in high school. Um, <laughs> but but yeah I. Um, yeah. I I had gotten the one of those you know cheesy dumb stores. They had like the the action, the necklace. Uh, it, and w- it
0: floats around. <laughs> we find it in random boxes every now and then of yes. like nerd junk, and it's like you're going through. It, it's like, hey, I found the one ring.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I I definitely saw it um, in theaters. It it was awesome.
0: All right. So now we come to me, and I have a. Possibly Shameful admission. Mission? I can't remember if I saw this in theater or not. Huh? I need Well, here's the thing. I have distinct memories of Two Towers and I have distinct memories of Return of the King. I have like solid, like I will tell stories on those two. But this one I'm like, I feel like I did, but it's just like I felt like I just went to the movies and saw it, because I've seen this movie so many times that I'm like, I don't have a distinct memory of it so I'm like did I see it I'm I'm assuming I did but like I said I have I have stories for the other two so I know I saw those in theaters because of stories I will tell later I, I, I will Eric myself and have a like vivid flashback to seeing yes. them and, and explain stuff so I, I'd like to say I did but I don't have any solid like memory of it I do remember my first time watching the extended editions because me and one of my buddies sat down and we're like yeah let's watch this And it was one of those moments to where three hours, 40-some minutes later, we're like, how'd the time fly by? So, because I remember I got it on DVD, and it was one of those things where we're all like, yeah, let's watch it. So, I do have memories of that, but as for the movie, I'm like, I feel like I did, but I don't have, like, any solid, like, this defining thing happened. So... I don't have elf ear memories, or or <laughs> sitting in lawn chairs, or going to IHOP afterwards. So I apologize for that, but trust me, I'll make up for it with uh, two towers and Return of the King. So, so with that being said, um, I think we should move on to. Okay, we're, we're gonna, Ellie, can we can we get the one thing out of the way real quick? Can we can we can we get the book the the what's the difference thing out uh, real quick? All right, whatever. Since we only have two people here who have read the book. In, in some form or another. Um, Mr. Ginsburg, is there anything from the book you wish they would have had in the movie?
3: I, I'm going to try and make this real quick because I had to look it up.
0: I, uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to warn see. you. The longer you take, the more likelihood of me getting hit with something from Ellie <laughs> increases.
3: I will talk at great length then. Oh, goody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ellie, um, not I the heavy to... stuff first.
1: <laughs> I, I have to a... look it up. I was gonna say because... I have a, a glass, like,
0: no. candle
1: what? vase over here.
0: So. Why is that over
2: there?
1: I don't know. It's just <laughs> random. Sorry. <laughs> I,
3: I, I had to look it up because it's been it's been years since I've read the books, and there there are some very specific websites out there that go over a number of scenes. It took me hours to go through them yesterday just to <laughs> see. And, and the nitpicky thing is, uh, this should not have been included because they could use Tolkien's works. This should not have been included because it changes the voice of the character. Okay, I I gotcha. Thank you so much for like going through everything. And I, I, I appreciate the Tolkien scholars out there. I love them to death, but there's just some fandoms that I don't go down those rabbit holes. Now, the two that I kind of like delved into was the Council of Elrond is a lot longer in the books, and they bring in a lot of information that about the world about what's going on like you're hearing about things happening in the elvish woods or with the dwarves and it really is just getting some more world information which i guess you don't need but it'd be nice to have and then on the other side um i i kind of miss seeing radagast he's kind of a cool wizard but he doesn't really play a role in the fellowship or the trilogy at all Mm -hmm. uh, except for a few minor uh pieces here or there and i i just want to also say up front i fully support the decision to not include tom bombadil at all thank you uh
0: you know what i will second your um your your statement he is a great character in the books but he doesn't work he, he couldn't work in the movie it, it just having him in the movie would have taken away from a, a very it it, it just it, it wouldn't work in the movie I, I, I 100% support you. He's an interesting character in the books. He's great, but he does not add to the overall story when when, when when you see the full picture. Like, reading the book, it's like, oh, this is important, but then when the full picture comes into play, it's like, eh, he, he's... Yeah, he's, he's there and everything. <laughs> so... So I, I guess that's showing my hand that that is not my mention of what from the books I would wish they would have included in the movie. Mine is rather kind of odd, and it's something that I don't know. Once again, maybe this is some personal old man fight thing I'm gonna have. But, oh um, God. Um, I I take issue, and I know it's hard to convey in the movie, and the movie does show it, do a good job of time passing. But my thing is in the in the books. From when Bilbo leaves to when Frodo leaves the Shire is actually like, I think seventeen or twenty years.
3: Yes, yeah, like seventeen or eighteen years. Yeah,
0: it, it is a long amount of time because Gandalf's like, I'm gonna go investigate stuff, and then it's gone, but then comes back, but then it's gone, but then comes back, and then vanishes <laughs> for like eight years. And then comes back. And mm-hmm. it's like it's it's really cool when you read the books because it's time passing. It's this it but it's something that I understand, that would have been really hard to show in the movie but the movie seems like it's, huh Bilbo had this re- weird ring that's Friday Monday, he's back yelling, is it secret, is it safe it, it yes. just, it d- doesn't seem I, I like the concept of time in the books more because in the movie it just feels like a crazy weekend before they before they run off to go to go weekend off on this yeah, yeah, exactly, it's, it's, it's a weekend at Bilbo's and everything well
3: yeah, Peter Peter Jackson gave a quote where he said, uh, "Tolkien has their, the the characters before they get to Rivendell. There is like a leisurely journey with all the characters just going from one place to another place mm-hmm. with not much happening." And he's like, "You you gotta cut some of the stuff out. Whether it's Tom Bombadil, whether it's like Frodo and the other hobbits hanging out with elves that are yeah. heading to the the gray shores. It's there's so much just of them." traveling which is always the joke of whenever my friends talk about the books is uh tolkien always writes about the grass growing and he'll talk about every blade of grass and i i get it there's a lot of just they're walking and they're going places but it's not making for exciting movie
0: yes uh i I, i've i've always said in the books i feel tolkien describes a mountain for several pages the mountain has nothing to do with anything going on in the story it's just they see it in the distance (laughs)
2: <laughs> and, well, and that's the, that's the thing with translating any sort of book to a movie. When you have a book, you have sometimes you need pages to describe the scene adequately, but one single shot can do that. That's why yes. they say a picture's worth a thousand words. So I think that's a good thing because whereas, whereas – yes, because I have read – ha- even though I haven't read the full books, I mean I've read plenty of passages from Lord of the Rings, and he does go on for a long time uh describing things and you're right i mean what can be shown in a matter of seconds will cut a lot of that time uh for those kind of things so mm-hmm. and, that, and again that goes for any sort of um uh any sort of book to visual medium of any mm-hmm. kind like a lot of times you can in a single shot or two or a couple lines that can establish what was 50 pages were spent describing so
0: also i feel if you really want to test your how much can Tolkien randomly describe stuff? Read the Cimmerillion. It is basically <laughs> that him just describing like a whole mythology onto itself. I mean there might be other stuff now. I haven't gotten through it. Oh. I, I have to do it in chunks. You know, it's 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 like having it's instead of white noise machines going to sleep, I just play excerpts from the Cimmerillion red. And I mean I'm out like a light. But um but no, I mean, I like I said, we're, we're we're just we're just taking that quick little bit of talk about the book real quick, and and Ellie is slowly putting down the object she was going to throw at me, so that means we can move on to <laughs> who is every okay. We're gonna go around again. We're gonna have another fun time of who's everyone's favorite character in this. and I'm wondering if we're gonna have a crossover here. So once again, we will go to 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 Ginsburg to start us off. David, where where who is your favorite character and why?
3: Well, I, I was going to do a joke, so I'm not going. I'm going to do my joke after I tell my real favorite character. Okay, my real favorite character is Samwise Gamgee because I relate to him so much. I relate to the actor who played him. I relate to like his his size. Like he he is a fat Hobbit, and I'm all about like that. That is that is me back when the movie came out. That's me now. I I love how he is like the the loyal. And I'm not going to call him a sidekick, but he's like the loyal friend that every every good main character needs. Is that that loyal friend who's always there to support and help and be there for you in times of trouble? Uh, my my joke one was going to be Bill the Pony, but, <laughs> <you know. laughs> who who does
0: actually get name dropped in the extended edition. I don't yep. think it's ever mentioned in the regular one, so. Shout out to the extended edition for that one. Uh, Berg, what, what about you? Who's your favorite character?
2: So originally, I was going to go with um, Gimli. But here's the thing. He really didn't come into prominence until, I feel like, the, the second and third movie. Like, right. he was there, but I feel like his role was, wasn't was as much. So you know who I'm going to say once we get to the, uh, the other two movies. But yeah, yeah. I... Uh, so... Because I feel like, yeah, the more I was watching through, I was like, you know, really, he was just there, and he kind of, other than the my axe thing, he, he cried a lot, and that was about it. So, um, so I, so I kind of was, I actually just started thinking about that specific thing just a little bit ago. So I was kind of rushing, like, oh god, who am I going to actually pick for this movie? But I'm going to have to go with Gandalf. Gandalf is just such a cool character. I mean, he he looks like like just he's he's that old man. I mean, the old man fight is awesome, and he is a <laughs> wizard, and he's. He might have a cold exterior at times, but he's a really smart and wise and caring character. He's very complex, and um, uh, Ian McKellen does a fantastic job at portraying that on screen. Um, he is awesome, and I know we're going to get into casting and stuff a little bit later on, but like, I, I, can't, I can't imagine anyone else playing that role. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, Ellie, you are up. Who is your favorite character, and um, is it Legolas?
1: <laughs> well, um, if he wasn't blonde...
0: Oh, right.
1: I'm not a big blonde fan, but I I love Orlando Bloom, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. If we're going to talk about pirates one day, then uh, then we'll go there. But <laughs>
0: I don't think we're that desperate for content yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love the first one. Hmm. Um, but... It's it's going to have to be a tie with Aragorn and Gandalf. I I right. I cannot not talk about Gandalf cuz like I said I just love that character, but I just love me some Strider. So it's a tie. All
0: right. Yes. All right. It's a tie. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. All right, for me, um I I guess it, it, it is the the the, the hosts are united in their love of Gandalf because <laughs> <laughs> my mine is Gandalf as well I feel he, I feel I, I feel one it is the actor portraying the character oh, yeah. and everything he he brings a a magical I'm talking about a wizard I'm saying magic uh, literally a magical presence to the character and everything
1: I mean the whole cast is amazing it is and we will
0: we, yeah, we'll get to yeah. that we will get to that yeah uh, but I I, I I love the character, and after reading the books, seeing the movies, Gandalf's kind of like the background like nudging everything along, too. Mm-hmm. Also, this kind of goes with me really liking Norse mythology, and Tolkien was kind of a scholar of Norse mythology. He's kind of... Uh, Gandalf's kind of the Odin analog. <laughs> He's somebody who wanders uh, in cloaks and a big hat. um, Someone who sets stuff in motion. So it's kinda of like one of those things where it's like I wasn't going with that, but since it since the shoe fits, it's kinda of interesting. No, I I've I really love the character and everything, and I remember what before I read the books and he, he um met his fate in the um uh, in the shown up you show not past scene, I was like, What? So I was very happy in the next movie where he came back. So <laughs>
1: Spoiler alert! I think
0: we're good on talking about the fifty-plus-year-old book in the almost twenty-year-old movie. That is shocking. So, yeah. um, so on that 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 note of the um of that, where we're jumping around here, so on the note of this almost being a twenty-year-old movie, how has this movie aged, David?
3: Uh, I feel that it's uh, it, it's held up more than I've held up personally. <laughs> uh, the the movie the movie you know. They they really did great with actual um, character effects, not like CGI, but actually with the number of people that they had as the extras doing mm-hmm. the orcs and being being. Uh, they just used like the the CG very minimally, and for that, and for using the the locations, and I mean they had props made and everything made in house and. I can't say enough about how well a movie like that holds up to today. Um, it, it just does. You look at movies made around the same time with the CG graphics, and they don't hold up that well.
0: Mm-hmm. They, they they did use it very sparingly. I mean, yeah, they're, uh, I, you know what? We'll, we'll go around. I'll, I'll get to my thing. Uh, Berg, does this movie I, hold
2: up? I, if David really took the words out of my mouth. I really do think it holds up, um, especially when they were using practical effects as opposed mm-hmm. to cgi they did very sparsely use it and some of it hasn't aged quite as well but they but because they didn't overuse it it didn't bug me it was just one of those things i kind of noticed but the thing is that that's kind of just something i always kind of nitpick with movies is is any sort of cgi um but but for the most part i thought it, it held up well it tells a great i mean again the story is already decades older than the movies itself so it tells a great story anyway um but yeah especially that use of practical effects and the fact that they made so much stuff in-house and the sheer number of extras they needed i i think they did a fantastic job and it's it was as enjoyable today as it was when i saw it in 2001
0: all right ellie has this movie held up? Do you, Are you going to say, you know, David took the words out of my mouth as well? Or do you have a differing opinion?
1: No, I I watched it. Um, actually, I watched the first disc yesterday and the second one today. Had no issues with it. I thoroughly enjoyed watching it again.
0: Awesome. Yep. Um, as for me, I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. I think it holds up. Yeah, there are a few scenes that kind of like are like, oh, man, um, early Early odds CGs weird, but it wasn't. I feel this is aged better than let's say something like I'm not trying to throw this um, the, the the Star Wars prequels. I'm not trying to start this argument, but I feel like this is is aged better than those have to a certain extent when it comes to CG because it was used so sparingly and only in certain scenes. Uh, also, and then actual people
2: were used sparingly yes. in the. End. <laughs> <And> the <laughs> yes, the, the reverse was
0: was true of Star Wars. Um, also a, a fun thing, and I cannot remember if it's hail to the chin or uh. If Chins Could Kill, but I remember in the Bruce Campbell, auto one of his two autobiographies, I can't remember which one, I think it's If Chins Could Kill, he's talking about being on War uh, Xena Warrior Princess, which films in New Zealand, and he said that at one point it was impossible to get horses, stunt doubles, tons of stuff, and he said because they were shooting this movie, I don't know if anyone's heard of it, called Lord of the Rings. So it was just it was just funny cuz he he said he had a personal grudge against that that whole thing because of the fact that like them trying to procure anything was almost impossible for a the little bit. the entirety
2: of New Zealand was yeah, involved it, with the production it, of it, these
0: movies. It basically was and you know what it it shows and these movies are amazing and you know what I just want to go to New Zealand. Yeah, now because of this. So so no I f- I feel these these movies have held up and everything and I I guess we're going to jump around and now go to this real quick, since we're talking about how these movies held up. Uh, one of the things I did put, and I like threw together this format and everything a while back, and when David's like, hey, what's the format for this? I'm like, hold on, let me type it up. And I realize, oh, wait, I typed this up months ago and sent it. I Are they still doing a Amazon series? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm like, I feel like they are, but I don't want to be like, they're doing an Amazon series. Do we have any idea of what it's supposed to cover?
3: It's it, like like in all seriousness. Cover, it's supposed to cover the second age, uh, so that's the age before what uh, we find ourselves in for this movie, which is the third age. Okay. So lots of stuff happening. Uh, don't quote me on any of it, but okay. I know that there's like active elf stuff and dwarves and everything else. But I'm I'm not too familiar with it. I am not either. Once again,
0: the Cimmerillion is a very difficult thing to get through. Um, but. If this if, if if Amazon came to us and let's say they're like, Hey, we want to redo this but as a series, we want you guys to recast. Would you recast? Who do you think would be good? Is there like if somehow we had a time machine to still keep certain people who have um passed along back, like, would we just keep the same cast? What do you think? Mr. Ginsburg. Well, oh, I and I, and what would I'm you right. like to see from the Amazon series? If like we okay we don't know what the synopsis is but what would if you could tell something like bang on a table in a boardroom who would what what would you want to see from the Amazon series?
3: All right, so I'm going to split it up into two for the Amazon series. I want uh I'd love to just delve into the lore of the dwarves and Mm -hmm. the lore of the elves. I I'm not. And it, it's something that goes to a lot of like my fantasy stuff. Is I don't really care about humans at all. <laughs> I want to find out more about like the other races and what's yep. going on, and just I, I'd love more of that. Now, you you asked me about if this movie was made today, who would you cast? So I didn't go with any of like the old cast members. I'd love to oh, have them, whoa. but but you know that wasn't on the list. That was an option of. Can I, can I keep the old people? So I'm not going with any of the old people. And I got almost everybody filled out.
0: Oh, oh, I, you know what? Go for it. Let's
3: hear let's, yeah, it. Let's hear it. I'm excited. To hear All this. right. So for Aragorn, I've got Oscar Isaac as, uh, as, uh, as Aragorn. Uh, you may know him as Poe Dameron from the new Star Wars trilogy. Um, Boromir, I have Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Michael hmm. B. Jordan as Legolas. Oh, uh, Jason Momoa as Gimli because I feel like he would be a fantastic like face character to someone portraying a dwarf. Um, Let's
0: get the tallest man to play a short man. <laughs> I, that, actually,
3: I think the irony would not
2: be lost on the audience, and they would a, love that. Actually, isn't
0: I, the guy who did Gimli like pretty
3: tall? He's Yeah, gonna, is, um, yeah he's yeah. tall and big. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah he's like massive. Yeah. Um, I've got Tom Holland as Frodo, Ooh. Uh, Josh Gad as Samwise, um, Gatton Matarazzo from Stranger Things as Pippin, I didn't have time to find somebody to be merry, uh, Sam Elliott as Gandalf, and J.K. Simmons as Saruman.
0: Oh, wait, Elrond. I'm going to put, put you on the spot. You didn't say who Elrond
3: no, I, I don't have an Elrond. I'm sorry. I don't all have right, I'm
0: gonna say um Keanu Reeves.
3: Okay. I would go with that. <laughs> I or, or uh you know I, I had Chad I had Chadwick Boseman as with nobody there. I would go with maybe Chadwick Boseman. Alright,
0: right. I, I like that. I like that. That, that. that that is some good casting. Very very interesting casting too. I I, I like the I, I, I like it a lot. Even though mine's yeah, gonna be a, like that's
2: some that's some really good choices. And I can totally see all of those working.
0: All right, um Eric, do, you, do you, what 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 is your answer to that question I asked? I'm not going to try to repeat it cuz I'm going to say something different. So,
2: <laughs> well, that's the thing. I almost have the exact opposite answer. So, I think because these movies aren't that old and because we just just finished up with the Hobbit movies a couple of years ago, which used most of the cast reprising their roles, I still think it could if any of these roles came up, it could still be for the most part. I mean, we you're right. We have had um, you know, an actor or two passed away or whatever. But honestly, for the most part, and of course some are, are older, but I really still think these actors, if it was made today, I think these actors would be good choices if that was who I found out were playing the roles. However, that said, if it was you have to recast everyone, I would straight up go with unknowns. Mm. I would not want it to be any, I don't want it to be, I don't want a single famous name attached to it. I want it to all be unknowns. So people aren't focusing now so much on oh there's so and so being so and so or oh there's so and so being so like I want them to focus on this is Gandalf, this is Frodo, this is Legolas, this is Eric. Like I want people to focus on those characters and not the actor playing those characters. That's what I would like to see. I just straight up on those.
0: Okay, good, good. I, I like that as well. So Ellie, we're gonna go to you.
1: Um, I'm gonna be pretty boring.
0: Okay, I might be more boring.
1: I didn't put much into this one. All right. Um, I'm kind of like on a mix of of Eric. Like, I, I think that they should start fresh for like the next generation of mm-hmm. fans, and so I, maybe not necessarily only, no names, but maybe newer actors and actresses that have kind of just started up a little bit of that and a little bit of no names, just to you know, that'll be that that generation's people that were involved yeah. in this, but um but I I mean I'm excited to see where it goes. Um
0: Oh and, yeah uh, Eric didn't answer where he wants the Amazon series to go. So we'll get back to you in a second. Eric yeah, Ellie, continue. Come, uh, yeah. yeah, I was
1: gonna say um I totally am also would love to dive more into the the, the mystical side of it. The you know, the elves and, and the dwarves and just I would like to know more about them humans are boring and I, that's what i would rather do.
0: All right. Uh, this th- this 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 whole discussion I think, is playing into the question I probably asked earlier, who's your favorite race in the Lord of the Rings series? But we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric, where 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 would you want the like once again, you you are you are at a desk. They 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 say or at a pitch meeting and they're like we need you to decide where this Amazon series is going.
2: Okay. So Lord of the Rings but an office style mockumentary. They already did that. <laughs> I, <don't wait. laughs> I know they did. Uh, no. So so this is actually kind of going off of what everyone else has said so far. So about a month ago, um, I was I was doing work and I had YouTube videos on in the background and it was like the next one that was autoplaying was some video and it was like a a in-depth look at all the races or a bunch of the races, something like that from Lord of the Rings or from just from the the total you know, from Middle Earth. And the thing was over an hour long, but I was just sort of like, I let it autoplay into it. And it was super fascinating. And I was, like, learning things. And they, they pulled in the, the movies, but they also pulled in the books. They pulled in all sorts of things to kind of help people. Because he was like, I know, a lot of people have only seen the movies or maybe aren't as familiar with things. So I'm going to use the movies as much as I can for jumping off point. And then kind of start explaining things. And I, and I remember somebody told me, but I forgot that, like, Gandalf and Saruman, they aren't humans. Like, wizards are like a race. You know, like, that's so cool. I completely forgot about that. And so, yeah, I would love to see... Mo- Sorry, I said mockumentary, and I kind of joked, but I would love to see it almost playing out like a documentary, kind of explaining the the history of... Like, I wouldn't even mind if it was more... Um, uh, not, not so much uh, episodic, but, um, you know, kind of like a, an anthology, almost. Like, I'd like to see each episode, even if they weren't 100% connected like maybe this one episode focused on something that happened here but the next episode could be like you know 500 1, 000, or a thousand or 1500 years later where there's something else going on but eventually grand scheme of things we kind of see how these all these different like major events maybe happened uh, throughout middle earth and then throughout that we're getting a history lesson kind of about the different races and uh figureheads throughout the the universe all
0: right all right, um, I I'm gonna put a pin in that real quick. So when we get to mine, I think I'm actually gonna steal your idea and actually get the credit for it in that pitch meeting, and I'll explain how in a second. Um, yeah, yeah. So for so for me, I I David, I really liked your recasting, and I'm sorry I worded it that way. I meant it as like, would you recast or would you use the original cast or mix and match? But but thank you for taking me literally at my word and giving me an amazing list of of actors and um people to be in this in in this quote-unquote remake we're doing and everything so that's that's awesome i would um say I, I i don't know why i'm saying this maybe it's i've watched too much of um la, la, last week's night but i feel like adam driver somewhere in there oh, F- i feel God. like he could do something <laughs> him, him and keanu reeves th- throw them somewhere in the mix I'm sure they could be something uh maybe 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 the belrog i don't know i don't know i I, I, I like your recasting idea Because my, my, my original thing was going to be I just think they can just do it with the cast they have I, we, we need to get a time machine though But I like your Sam Elliott I really like that that, that, was, that was a good good move And also in a weird casting thing uh, I know this is probably something a lot of people know um, Sean Connery was approached to be Gandalf And hmm. I think if I remember correctly He did not understand the like The like role or something and turned it down because of that, so I don't know how I would have felt about. I don't think he would have held the same magic as as uh, Ian McKellen did. I just I he think he would have been so. too angry of a Gandalf. Yeah. But okay, so what I would do is Eric has pitched this idea, and and everyone's nodding at it. But then I say, actually, can we get Stephen Fry to narrate and just call it Middle Earth? <laughs> And then I get the zinger. That's a great idea. Thank you for your participation today. Bonus. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus on your desk. Corner office. Eric, you need to work harder. (laughs) So that is, I I like everything Eric said, but I just need to throw in narrated by Stephen Fry and just call it Middle Earth. There's a real
2: flaming no situation here. (laughs) Yes, there is.
0: A flaming singer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to continue to steal your ideas in the future ones we do with this too. I think this is all I'm going to do is just piggyback off your idea. Um, so, so um, I, I know we've kind of mentioned it, and that there, in that there is a lot of different, very unique races and stuff in this, in this series, and in these movies. But, but as of rules for us that are hosts for the, of Zingness Guests can—I I will say this—guests can say any race, so they can like say Ents or something like that that haven't appeared yet. But we, as Zygnus hosts, can only pick races that have appeared up to the point we have watched. So, with that being said, David, who is your favorite race within this series? And I feel like I know the answer.
3: Oh gosh, my, mine is so obvious. I love the Hobbits. The, I was wrestling
0: people. I was gonna say hobbits, but I'm like, no, he's 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 gonna left field me on this one and be like elves.
3: But- no, no, I I love I love my I love my people. I love how they're a part of Middle Earth, but no one really pays attention to mm-hmm. them, and they kind of just stay in their their corner of the world until they're called upon, essentially. All right,
2: Eric, what what, what about you? Orcs. I freaking love the orcs. I love or So, whereas Ellie always plays Dark Elves, whenever I have the opportunity, I always play Orcs (laughs) in something. And I love them in this, and I love the way... I almost included this as one of my favorite moments, and I kind of am thinking I might switch it out with something. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) I love the scene where they're being born. It's so gross and dirty and dark, and you feel gross and dirty and dark when you're watching it. And I just love the way they're just kind of born out of the earth and the slime, and they just look so vicious and just pure animalistic but also like with some intelligence back there i think they're super cool i think um uh i think they did a great job of portraying them as the sort of pure evil that they are uh so i i I love the orcs in the movie
0: well if i may well actually eric those are the (laughs) kai not
2: the orcs yeah 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 Yeah, yeah,
0: I just want to make sure that that is established. Uh, Ellie, on to you.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm going to go now.
0: <laughs> you, you mean leave, not go as in say your pick. <laughs> yes.
1: The door is right next to me. Run um, out of it. Be- yeah. <laughs> um, I think we know elves all the way. All right. Yes.
0: All right. Fair. A- any, any reasoning behind it? they're mostly blonde-haired <sighs> oh wait nope nope never mind forget that <laughs> I, I realized that as soon as I said it <laughs> <laughs> I
3: don't
0: Um run.
1: but but yes elves all the way no 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 one uh, no particular reason I, I just have always loved that that race I don't know
0: you know I was gonna go with the elves too
1: I think okay sorry let me take that I think the reason I like elves is the same reason like they're usually magic and um magic or like rogue you know with with the um the nice bow and arrows so i i just i just love it
0: all right yay elves. I, I i was gonna go with elves but but you know what <laughs> someone else brought up a very good point and i'm gonna jump on that bandwagon and go with it uh i'm gonna say wizards because Eric already made... I don't even have to make the argument. Eric made the argument that they're kind of their own race in, in Middle-Earth. So, I'm going with the Wizards. Yay, Zinger's cheating in his own game again.
2: Uh, I'm going i I don't think that's cheating. I mean, I i was between that and Orcs, honestly.
0: You mean, you mean Aru-Kai. You're whatever. I was that, <laughs>
2: between that... I almost chose humans, because they're the Mario of the <laughs> <laughs> Middle-Earth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Perfect. Awesome. Alright, um, I, I, I think we've gone over, like, all of the things I have put down on here for, like, stuff we wanted to, to bring up and everything, but I just, I know that we all have a lot of stuff we we can we can say about this movie and everything. Is there anyone who wants to go, like, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying final thoughts, but any thoughts or stuff that we haven't covered yet that you'd like to bring up? David, I will hand the, the mic off to you to start.
3: I will say, uh, and if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the movie... How'd you get this far? (laughs) How'd you get this far? Um, In life. (laughs) I I like to make a a thing of it as far as when I watch these movies, Um, especially because I've started to introduce my kids to it. We've gone through the first two at this point, and we've got Return of the King to tackle within the next month. Um, I like to get tons of junk food, uh, special drinks, stuff where you, when you're watching a movie. I mean, you got you got your popcorn, maybe a drink or something. I mean, I I go out out for like cooking a, a big lunch and snacks <laughs> and just having it to be because you're in this in the the movies for uh, almost four hours for each one. Um, I, I like to make a production out of it so that way everyone just feels like cozy and comfy and fed, and it, it's it makes it. I don't know. It makes it better. I and at least for me, and I, I just say if you haven't done that, if you haven't like cooked a good meal or had had the crock pot going for <laughs> while you're watching it, just have that smell. Like it's just something to to invite you into these movies and make it make the time pass even better while you're having good food with you know family or friends.
0: Well put, sir. Well put. Eric, how about you? Any any points you want to make or anything that we have brought up that you want to discuss? I
2: am, I am piggybacking off of uh, David here because uh, I have told this story many times. But so when the movies came out, it was the year after that the the extended edition would come out. And so every year, the following year for Christmas, I would get the extended edition. Well, when when the final one came out, my friends and I were all home from college on Christmas break and we were like, we're like a couple days after Christmas we're like we're getting together and we're gonna watch all three extended editions back to back and we went to my friend's house his, his, uh, his parents had like huge TV um we uh, I think it was like four or five of us and we pulled together like a hundred dollars and just got tons of food more food than we could possibly get and we watched all three of the the movies together and it felt good having just you're right it was it was nice just like sitting in we it was cuz with just a couple breaks in between it was like 14 hours we spent watching <laughs> the movies and we by the end we were miserable because we had eaten probably 10,000 calories i mean we <laughs> we but we had we had so freaking much food and they're, like i think the healthiest thing we had was probably uh, doritos so <laughs> it was just like it was just like and it, it, i i can still picture it and that's the reason i honestly until the other day have not watched one of the movies all the way through back in 2004 because of just that memory. And it was a good and bad memory all at once, but I love it. It's the, They are the kind of movies, like, when you sit down, you want to, like, watch them, and you want to have, like, a ton of food and snacks, and you just want to watch them and eat and, and enjoy the world.
0: All right. Ellie, any, anything that we have not brought up or mentioned, or do you just want to piggyback on, apparently, second, I, I, I guess we're, we're up to second lunch now?
1: If, if we're going by
0: Hobbit eating habits, yeah,
1: I was gonna say piggyback on the. Oh, piggyback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm good.
0: No, no other, no other statements about the elves or anything. You're saving it for later.
1: <laughs> no, I'm good.
2: <laughs> mm,
0: awesome. Um, so I mentioned this earlier. The cinematography for I, I don't know why it hit me this hard this time because I've watched these movies and it has been I think like a year or two since I've like sat down and actually like I am watching this and paying attention to it. But just the way just I I mean I, I know that these movies won awards and everything. And I don't know them off the top of my head, nor am I looking them up right now. But um but the 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 way the scenes are shot is just amazing to me. It just it's so well done and it just it I, I it just blew me away this time. I don't know why I never caught on to it before, but there is something else I really enjoy. It's it's <laughs> Yeah, we've had stuff like Game of Thrones. We've had stuff like... What's the show you're watching right now, Ellie? That So you can mention it.
1: Oh, Last Kingdom.
0: There you go. We, we, we've had a lot of other Sword and Shield stuff that, that has come up and everything. But this Uhtred
1: just... is gorgeous.
0: But this, this, this movie, the way that they did it, all the costumes, all the stuff, feels very unique to it while being very familiar to other stuff like it. But it's still its own a great um, example of that is uh, I'm pretty sure Sean Bean looks the same in this as he does in Game of Thrones, physically <laughs> but yes. his outfit and everything is so drastically different in everything and yes, he dies in both of them but Aww. I mean I—I I, I Sean no Bean,
2: one... it's rare when he doesn't die I know, I was, was going to say which,
0: which, speaking of my recasting <laughs> cast him as another as you know what, pick a character that dies Sauron. He's Sauron in in my recast. There poor you go. John, poor uh, but but no, I I I thoroughly love the costumes and everything. Like everything feels so like what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like 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 when I see Gimli and and just the way his his armor and everything looks, it looks like something I think a, dwar- a dwarf would wear. Like um no. hobbits, like ev- everything feels so lived in and so like it was so well done, and I understand that. Like, it, like, like they they basically New New, New Zealand made this movie. Er, Eric was not joking with that. Like that entire. Yeah, that was the entirety. Yeah, and it shows because I mean it was just one of those things. Just sitting back, I'm like, I can't think of anything else that can compare to this in scope it, or in like just how it felt like something. So it, it felt like something so familiar. To me, it's it's like I didn't even need to like envision it. Like it my what what I was envisioning was what I was seeing perfectly for this.
2: Everything in the movie had a weight to it. Yeah. Um sometimes you'll see uh oh here's a sword and it's supposed to be this old medieval slash fantasy sword, but it very clearly looks like it's you know something modern day. It looks like it's something that was "Quote unquote, dirtied up with a few speckles of dirt or a yeah. few spots of rust, but it looks. The, when when something is supposed to look new, like I think about the the Mistral armor, um, the chainmail, that mm-hmm. it, that when that looks, I mean, that to me doesn't look like oh here's here's like some metal. That to me looks like super durable, uh, just amazing armor that will protect you from amazing things. Uh, you know, when I see the scene where uh, Boromir is trying to get the." Um, the ring from frodo there's that statue in the background and it's like clearly some old ruin in the in the in the woods and it has leaves and and vines and chips and stuff that to me doesn't look like oh they built this giant paper mache head and put it in the forest like that to me looks like it is a ruin that has been there for hundreds if not thousands of years uh like they did such a good job making the world feel real and not just like here's our planet with some people acting like this is a whole other place. This is a whole other time and space, and you are there when you're watching it.
0: I definitely agree with you on that. Like I said, that's just something to me. Also, another thing I'd like to point out, um, I I really, really like Legolas in these movies, especially the like ridiculous stuff they showed him doing in, in most of the fights, where it was him climbing on stuff or shooting arrows to where it like whizzes by to yeah. two people because right. they because when they're fighting the monster outside of um outside of the um why am i all of a sudden forgetting the, the door yeah outside of the door the to, creature yeah, yeah he shoots arrows and they are going right by aragon which and, looks
1: like a like a combination of an octopus and cthulhu yeah yeah, ba- yeah. basically yes
0: and but but it's the, the arrows are like whizzing by them and it's like it's it's intentionally done that way because they're so accurate like mm-hmm. elves are so accurate like when they were shooting at the beginning of the movie and they're flying by Elrond's head like that is that was always very cool to me that that it was like he's like that good of an archer and everything and it's just it, that that i thought was very cool and they are very elegant fighters in the sense of like i mean yes we'll we'll talk about him sliding on, on a shield down a flight of steps right in another movie and and an elephant's trunk in another movie, but that's not neither here nor there. I just really like that each character also fought, like, very unique to themselves, too. It wasn't like, oh, we're just going to give them all the same combat fighting, you know, lessons. It's, it's everyone has a very unique fighting style in the movie, too. So, like, like I said, the the amount of effort in this, I think, shows, and that's why I think these movies are aging, phenomenally and will continue to age phenomenally and also kind of why i don't want the amazon stuff to really cover this time frame because i'm like it it was so well done it's like what where do you go where do you go so so i guess i, I don't know does anyone have any other final thoughts i I, I, just, I just want to get that off my chest in this i'm sure i'll just say that in every one of these so i I guess everyone wait for Zinger's five-minute um, discussion about how much he loves everything about these movies and the cinematography and how Legolas <laughs> shot 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 that arrow super cool by that person's ear.
3: Well, I, I just... Oh, oh go yeah, ahead. Go
1: ahead. No, no, go ahead.
3: I was just going to jump on, uh, like, with the with the details to what they did. Like, when they're going up uh, Karadras the, the snow mountain, essentially, yes. I love the detail of legolas is walking on top of the snow Mm -hmm. while everyone is trudging along through it like little details like that i I loved them doing that
0: which um okay ellie ellie is not reaching for anything which is something that is mentioned in the book ellie go ahead (laughs)
1: uh no i just wanted to say one thing that i did remember um back in that time frame when mtv was still very popular um,
0: okay, um, how do we know we're talking about the early 2000s? <laughs> we say MTV was sort of popular. Right, right. All right, check.
1: <laughs> so I don't know if anyone remembers the um, how big of a deal it used to be for like the MTV Music Awards and movie awards and all that. Um, I absolutely love and still watch it today and die laughing, the parody that they did with Jack Black. But you they, seem to
0: say that. I don't need to know the rest.
1: Does anybody remember this?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna look this up after yeah, we are done recording. Yeah, you got it, it sounds yes. familiar,
1: and I, I know if I saw it, I'd be
2: like, oh yeah. You've
1: got to look it up and watch it. It's like three or four minutes, not very long, but it's a, a parody of when they were all sitting around. Oh discussing.
0: my! <laughs> Do you and he had his, he pierced his his junk with it. <laughs> now I remember. Oh yes, yeah. Now oh I remember. my god!
1: I just, yeah. it just, just, I always because. Yeah. They,
0: they 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 put him digitally put him in place of Frodo but it was everyone's reaction was still yes, from yes, the movie. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. it was great. So, yep.
1: yes, check that out just as for fun. Um, but it, I just I still think that's just hilarious.
0: Wow, that that was a flood <laughs> of memories just pouring into my head because the second you said that you're like, "Oh, when they were I was like, oh, "I remember it." Yes.
1: But yet, I still don't
0: remember if I saw the movie in theaters or not, so...
1: You you gotta love Jack Black.
0: Yeah, apparently I get the... I look like him, which is weird, so that means by proxy, Eric, congratulations, you look like Jack Black.
2: Hey, I can think of worse things to look like.
0: I know. Um, So anyways, as a final note, uh, we have our guest, David Ginsberg, host of Tales from the Fandom. Have you, sir, had anyone on that is a diehard... Tolkien fan and 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 would just love to 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 be a part of this and and or, or just loves Tolkien just through and through
3: I, I will say that for the 80th anniversary of the Hobbit I did a special episode where I had uh, a number of people come on and talk about their relationship with Tolkien and the Hobbit so mm-hmm. I've, I've had a number of people on to discuss Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit and how much it's meant to them
0: Okay, and and how much does the series mean to you as an individual? Then, I mean, obviously, you, you you did an 80th anniversary episode, but
3: um, I mean, for me, it's it's basically the formative fantasy novel genre. It kind of set the stage for my path into things like tabletop role playing, uh, into other fantasy novels. Um, it's it's a beast to get through book wise. The movies are a lot easier to digest, and it brings a lot of people into the fandom. And for that, I am grateful. Uh, I I mean, I grew up loving it, and it's something that I still love, even though I may not get to it as much as I want to.
0: I you know what I was thinking about this earlier today, and I'm like, well, we've done Star Wars, we've done the Harry. I'm like, I feel like Lord of the Rings is something that sits in the back of everyone's mind, like it's it's something to where if you are a fan of nerdy stuff that it is something that for the most part with most people like they like pe- people enjoy it it's just not at the forefront of a lot of stuff like when i walk into places i'll see star wars stuff and and uh harry potter stuff all the time but it's like every now and then you get a you get a lord of the rings thing and you're like yeah nice
3: i feel like it was bigger back in let's say like the 80s and 90s before the movies mm-hmm. um it was there it was It was present. There was always, like... I remember hearing about subway taggings or graffiti about, like, Frodo Lives, um, even when I was, like, reading the (laughs) books. But it's it's something now I think there's so much content and there's so much stuff on the internet and being produced that people are finding their way into fantasy in a lot of different ways. And I'm not going to say Lord of the Rings is going to go away as a fandom but i feel like we've got a current of it's not at the forefront as it used to be and that's okay because there's so much good material out there now that people are finding and reading and watching but eventually and the hope is always that you know they they go back and check out lord of the rings in some version and uh, just you know keep it alive
0: yeah, we could be having a twentieth anniversary coming up for all we know. I mean, technically it's next year, so who knows? Anyways, David, I would like to thank you for being on this this um the our our movie special. I think you've have you done all of our movie specials so far? I've done Star Wars. That is and the first Harry one Harry Potter. That's the second one. And uh, did you do the um in Indiana Jones?
3: Indiana Jones. I I think I did Indiana Jones. I'm pretty sure I you did in Indiana Jones
0: yeah so so um as a continuing um, like cornerstone of our movie stuff thank you thank you again, sir, for being a part of this as, as well like I said, I was sitting there I'm like, I think he's done all of them up till now.
3: that's because I harassed you on Facebook about excluding music
0: <laughs> I, you, you know what and then everything that has important music, I make sure now to mention it. Because <laughs> it is I'm important,
3: listening, always
0: listening. Because <laughs> it is important, but sir, where can people find more from you if they want to hear more from you, sir? I mean, you've been on several times, but there's always new people listening, or there's always people coming. Maybe from your show, to listen to this. But where can people find more from you, sir?
3: Uh, pretty much at this point, you can Google "Tales from the Fandom" and you will find me on. Any of the podcast apps, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I'm, I'm there. I also now do a live show every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern for an hour. Uh, it's on the get vocal platform but i also like cross stream it to twitch and the facebook page so you can watch it pretty much anywhere um and that's just an hour of me talking with with a guest coming on for the fandom news of the week and then talking about whatever they want to talk about and it's it's very much a a laid-back thing but we release podcast episodes every monday and then the live shows get turned into a podcast usually by friday night Awesome, awesome. Well,
0: that is great to hear. Um, as for Zingness, um, I, I'll, I'll, of course, let, let each of our hosts go, but I just wanted to say um, a quick note from Zingness. If you would like to to get these as an audiobook, we, of course, have our Audible link. Just go to slash Zingness and check that out if you want to get these as an audiobook, which I have listened to several times and I very much enjoy them. They do a very great job with it. But um, definitely check that out. There's plenty of other stuff to to peruse with Audible. I love um, audiobooks and everything, and this is definitely something I've been looking forward to being able to partner with them on. So just wanted to point that out. But, of course, you can find Zygnus wherever you can find great podcasts, such as Tales from the Fandom. We're normally right along with them on any podcatchers. But, Eric, where can people find more from you?
2: You can find me at the Eric Berg and at the Backlog Berg.
0: And um, what are turnip prices right now for you?
2: I actually, sure actually, I have gone clean. I'm a clean man now. No more turnips for this guy. Actually,
0: <laughs> I got a new question to ask you every week. What are you playing this week, sir?
2: I am totally. Well, I've been playing a bunch of things, so I'm, I'm totally into. Uh, one thing. One thing, a one thing.
0: One thing for a week.
2: No, I'm listing everything I'm playing. Uh, uh, we're gonna be here so, forever. No, I'm, I'm, I'm still playing Animal Crossing, but I'm kind of like in like just like automation mode. Like I go once a day, check my stuff out. Um, but, no, I've been playing uh, Paper Mario, the Origami King. Fantastic. Please do yourself a favor and play this game. I know that a lot of people are like, it's not Thousand Year Door. It's not Paper Mario 64. It's not. Er- Eric, Eric, it's not Eric. trying to be that. And it is fully, totally going into that. It is its own thing now. And it is fantastic. And I seriously cannot get enough of it.
0: Eric, if I could. Uh, it's not Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door. I there mean, it's... It's just not. There you go. Uh,
2: yeah, no. I've also I've also been getting back into Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. So I'm like juggling between like three different games right now. I, so. I you know, I bought it. Awesome. I need to play it more. I need to play it more. But that's, that's, that's... So you, you did you did download it. We need We need to get on and uh, kill us some uh, some rathalos.
0: Yes, uh, Ellie. Um, what where, what are you up to these days? Quick 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 update for people.
1: Um, ninja ninja ended up.
0: So Ghost of Tsushima. yes um Ellie uh, I, we, 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 we bought this game together um I haven't gotten through the tutorial yet because uh someone won't let me near the PlayStation so, and, and
1: we have two, so that's amazing
0: it is amazing how you're able to ex I mean like just cut it off that much literally
1: i I love it it's so much fun I just it has three acts I just started the second act and um I'm I'm the type that I don't want to go too quick with the main story, so I have it's it, each act is set up in a different region, and so I've been going back to the first region and Anyways, doing. Anyway, for all you the... who
0: turned into the <laughs> Ghost of Shishima review at the end of the episode, here you go.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I could go on, but yeah, I'm absolutely loving it right now, and I also um, got a new phone and it has internet now, um, but we won't go into my old phone anymore. Um, but i i downloaded a um a d game on it it's pretty fun
0: interesting yeah i i regret asking these questions now to both yeah. of you I, mean, wait, <laughs> <away>. <laughs> <laughs> I i regret asking both of you guys these questions but anyways of course uh, tune in every week to more nerdy content here on zignus and we will we will see you guys um next week for more nerdy topics and next month for two towers and my uh... And and Eric's axe. Listening to a fourth hand joint.